Hello, this is Tony Lloyd. Being a broadcaster for many years, I've witnessed some great stories in the music industry. And now I want to bring as many music stories to you as I can in this series of podcasts. My goal is that they will inspire others making their way in the music world. Music Stories with Tony Lloyd. Moskaluk, welcome to Music Stories. It's such a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you for the time uh, to talk to me on Music Stories. How are you? I'm good. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. It's it's uh, it's nice to chat with you. No problem at all. Well, we haven't chatted yet. You might change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to set the tone. <laughs> Brilliant. Excellent stuff. Um, so uh, you are a brilliant uh, and pretty famous country singer. Um, it says here, I've done a little bit of research and listened to your new music. Um, very much Nashville style, would you say? Um, sort of Shania Twainish. Yeah, I would say that that's a fair um, com- comparison and also a compliment. So thank you. Shania is my favorite artist of all time. So yeah, definitely a pop country sound. Okay. And you're actually uh, Canadian. I am Canadian. Yes, that is correct. Are you French Canadian? I am not. I'm actually, my town is so small that uh, we didn't even have the option of French class because there weren't enough of us to get a French teacher. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. Well, my, I live in France, as, uh, as you now know, but uh, my yes. French is rubbish. Uh, Your French is? See, I think that even <laughs> if I did speak French, I believe that it's quite a different dialect. So mm. I don't think that, I don't think my French would be very good, even if I had any knowledge well it's like uh, lots of countries lots of di- different dialects there certainly is in in france uh, and there is in the uk as well i mean the difference between scottish and welsh and south london is uh, amazing in like different countries different languages which um and yeah. i know you're in london at the moment so you may well in- encounter th- this problem <laughs> um, yes that's true the first time we were here it was more of a problem because i wasn't fully expecting it so now that i prepared for that i can actually uh i can make out the the accents and the words better (laughs) okay fantastic uh so let's find out a little about you uh jess before we go on to what's what's happening now um how did you get into music um how old were you oh gosh i mean i find that to be a, a hard question because I think that everybody's into music and they probably never really know how old they were when they started doing that. Mm. But I guess I started singing at all when I was probably 14 or 15. Um, and I, I just loved music like everybody else does and um, just decided to try it out and really enjoyed it and just kind of started doing talent competitions and uh, radio competitions and uh, just started winning. And I thought, oh, maybe 
maybe I'm not too bad at this. So um, it just kind of carried on and I continue to take opportunities until I'm sitting here talking to you. Well, the, the, yes, the, the pinnacle of your career, obviously, talking to me. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> but, but seriously, you have won lots of awards and things, haven't you? It's incredible. Yeah, I'm, I'm very fortunate. We've, uh, it's, it's pretty crazy to, to even chat about awards. It feels a bit awkward sometimes because mm. I really am just truly doing something that I love and mm. I really never thought I would be in the position that I'm in. So, it, but yeah, I guess technically I have won a few awards. That's, that's, <laughs> well, that's, that's fantastic. Um, I haven't won anything ever in my whole life apart from the raffle at a school fete and I won a packet of biscuits. Oh my goodness! Congratulations! Thank I had you. no idea. Thank you. You you would also be happy to know that you were my first interview of the day. So uh, once again, number one, congratulations! <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. I feel so much better now. Thank you. That's, That's two great. things you've won. <laughs> <laughs> so so they were fifteen, and um, were you composing your your own songs at that time? Not quite yet. Um, I started writing just a few short years later. Um, I always say that to me, writing was a skill, not so much a talent. It never came very naturally to me, and I had to work really hard at it. I do enjoy it. I much prefer singing songs that I've written compared to songs that other people have written. But uh, I started writing probably when I was about 20, I would say. Mm. Which wasn't all that long ago, looking at you. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <that's>, uh, yeah. <laughs> so... Um, uh, there you are, writing uh, music, and we said at the start, you know, that you are into country music. Have you always sung uh, country-style music? Yeah. In our shows, I say that there's a little bit of something for everyone, because although country has always kind of been the number one genre for me, I do like to explore into a little bit of pop and a little bit of sometimes rock Um but to me, they all fall under that country umbrella, mm. uh, especially in Canada and America, where pop country is a little bit more prevalent. So I, I never really felt like I had to choose because to me, it all was country in a mm. way. Mm. Well, they say that rock and roll started off in being country music, and that's how it developed eventually, you know, a long time ago in the in the 50s or 40s. Yeah, that makes perfect sense to me. Mm. Mm. Fantastic. I do love a country song. Uh, has to be said, and you've got a new single out. Uh, tell me about that. How did that come about? Was that one you wrote? I did write that song, yeah. So my new song single is called Knock Off, yeah. um, and I wrote it with my producer, Corey Crowder, as well as one of my really dear friends and an extremely talented uh, Canadian artist named Jade Eagleson. We had never written together, Jade and I, before, and uh, so this was our first time, and we had a blast Corey had come up with the title, actually, and before he even said what he thought the song could be about, the title fell out of his mouth, and I was kind of like, oh, yeah, I got it. I know exactly where we're going with this story. Um, and I wanted to kind of channel the 90s country side of my influences a little bit more than I have so far uh, in my own songs. And so we, we were able to kind of embody that character in a really fun way mm. is it easier to write with somebody or on your own for me it's easier to write with somebody that's how i learned to write was by co-writing um and i'm such an energy person uh to be in the room with somebody else makes a world of of difference mm. and i think that 
getting other people's perspectives on on lyrics, angles, melodies, anything like that, storylines is all really helpful. So I mm. much prefer to co-write. Mm. Way more fun. I can understand that. And uh, do you play an instrument at all? A little. To be honest, I find it very restricting, um, whether it's on stage or in a room. Uh, I play a little bit of guitar and a little bit of piano, but not much. And I feel like with my voice, I can do so much more. So if I were to hear a melody in my head, I can sing it much quicker than I can try to fumble through to play it. Um, so so I, in a room, I don't write. And in a, uh, in, sorry, I don't play. Yeah, in in software now uh, that's available to musicians, you, know, you can you can sing a guitar and stuff like that, can't you? Yeah, it's amazing. That's true. Yeah, it's good. It sounds great fun. Uh, things have changed a lot. Do you think the technology, you know, as a, as a younger person, do you think that the technology is a good thing for the music industry? I, I do. I think so. I mean, it's that's a quite broad statement to mm. make, but uh, in my experience, I've found technology to be quite helpful in a writing room. I like to write with a track person often as well, who will kind of create a, a vibe and a sound that we can write towards. And uh, I've always found that really helpful to, once again, the energy of the room. And um, I've also found it easier to convey what the song will actually sound like once it's been fully produced. When I'm relaying that back to my label, uh, sometimes they don't always hear what I hear in my head if it's just a guitar and a vocal. So um, sometimes I'll send them a song that's a guitar and a vocal and they'll be like, yeah, it's a good song. I don't really get it. But if I were to send that same song to a, a loop or a, some kind of a track, they, they might fall in love with it. So um, mm -hmm. I think that it's been easier for, for me to concisely show an example of what the song could sound like. That is really interesting. Uh, what advice would you give? I was going to ask you this later on, but when we're talking about recording and technology, what advice would you give to somebody listening to this podcast, uh, a younger person perhaps, uh, who uh, is thinking about it all and it's all a bit of a blur and there's so much to take on board and they don't know which way to go and how to do it and so on? What advice, uh, based on your experience, would you give somebody like that? The advice that I would give them is that you really have to find your own way. So try everything, um, especially when it comes to writing. Try writing by yourself. Try writing with two other people. Try writing with one other person. Three. Like, Try all of the combinations of that. Try with an instrument, without a track guy, a lyricist. Try everything and, um, and find what's right for you because it's there's such a chemistry between co-writers and if that chemistry isn't there in a room, it might make for not the best experience. So uh, you have to build those relationships, but mm. everybody is very different and you really have to, what works for me may not work for another person. Sure. So you gotta, you gotta find out what works. Sure. Good advice. Thank you, Jess. Uh, tell me more about uh, knockoff. Is it about stolen things? Stolen things. I love that. Um, for me, it's about two things. The actual lyrics in the song uh, speak about a, a woman's ex. I, I'm saying a woman because I'm singing it, but a person's ex-partner who walks in with the knockoff version of them. Um, we released the video to this song a few, I guess about a month ago now, maybe a couple weeks ago. And we took the video in a slightly different direction. Um, and in that 
it is a Jess Moskaluk um, lookalike audition. And the first per- person that auditions is me, and I don't win. <laughs> okay. So the message that we were trying to convey is that nobody really ever can replace you. Everybody's got their own version um, of themselves and, mm-hmm. and who they are. And, and to me, it was important to just be who I am, to be genuine and authentic. And I, I thought that that was kind of a fun sub-message to the song. Mm. That's really clever to have a sub-message. I like that. Thank you. We've done it a few times in a few different videos. Um, I, I often hesitate to explain what a song is about because I don't want anyone to think that what they think the song is about is incorrect mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. because I have said, oh, this is what the song is actually about. I don't want mm-hmm. them to think, oh, well, I related to this song when I thought it was about this. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I often kind of hesitate. So it's nice yeah. to have a few different meanings. Yeah. You don't want them to be disappointed if they get a, an idea beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. And if they can relate to it and it means something to them and helps them get through something or, you know, provides a message to them that they needed to hear, who am I to tell you that, them that it's wrong? Mm. Absolutely. Um, so tell me about Shania. Um, you, sound, you sound very much like Shania Twain, which there you go, another compliment. Thank um, you. <laughs> but, but have you ever met her? I have, actually. Ah. Um, I, I got to work with her a few years back um, at the Canadian Country Music Awards she was hosting. And we, as a country, I guess, really wanted to honour her in that year. And uh, so I got to sing Man, I Feel Like a Woman, in front of Shania Twain, oh, wow. with Shania Twain coaching it, and wow. uh, it was it was incredible. Because she's and, she's Canadian as well, isn't she? Yes, she is Canadian. Yeah. yeah, she's she's a powerhouse and a wonderful person. That must have been amazing, fantastic. Did she give? If she was hosting the event, did she give you an award? Um, <laughs> a prize. I think I did win an award that year she didn't hand it out there's often other presenters that hand out the awards but i did i did i won album of the year that year i believe fantastic okay so the future um you've got the the current single knockoff which is brilliant i love it it's sort of up tempo country shania twain faith hillish as well a bit of faith hill there i I love that but uh yeah very good uh, what's what's happening next for you at the moment? You're in the UK, aren't you? At the moment, and you're um, at the uh, British Country Music Festival, aren't you? That's right. Yeah. So we've been in uh, the UK for a, about a, a week, just under a week, maybe. What day is it? <laughs> we'll say a week. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, playing the Long Road Festival this past weekend, and this upcoming weekend we're doing the British Country Music Festival, as you'd mentioned. And uh, then I go home for like 24 hours, and then it is Canadian Country Music Awards weekend next weekend right. again. So, and then. After that, I'm home for a, a little bit, a few shows here and there, and then I'm actually going out on my first Canadian headline tour. So okay. it's it's a busy year. The rest of the year is looking like there's not a lot of time at home. Right. And, uh, yeah, hopefully hopefully do some more writing in the new year. What's it like being on the road and doing all these gigs and events all the time? It must be exhausting. It is. Um, I mean, I, I love what I do, but that doesn't mean I can't be tired sometimes. Sure. I've had like four coffees today, and after this, I probably need another one. <laughs> it's uh, 6.45 or something at home right now, a.m., so oh. um, it, it's wonderful. It's 
challenging. It is exciting. It's difficult. It's, it's, it's so many things, but uh, I'm, I'm very lucky and I, I enjoy it very much. Fantastic. Jess, thank you so much for talking to me. I'll let you get off and have that coffee. And, uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> good, good luck with all the gigs and everything. And I'm sure you'll get many more awards. Uh, hopefully there won't be packets of biscuits. They'll be a lot more impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take what I can get. <laughs> okay. And people can find out about you on your website, which is uh, jessmoskaluk.com. And it's spelled just like it said with a K. Uh, so thank you once again for talking to me on Music Stories. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Music Stories is a free podcast with no fees paid to contributors in the hope that it'll help and inspire others in the music industry. Get in touch if you've got a story to tell. If you would like a professional podcast made or would like training so you can do it yourself, I can help. Go to TonyLloydRadio.com Music Stories with Tony Lloyd.